0: Hey, this is Delitra. Hey, everybody. This is Angela. And you're listening to Nutrient Sisters, a podcast dedicated to helping you learn how to nourish your body and soul. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Nutrient Sisters podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you're new, welcome here and thanks for checking us out. If you're uh, returning, thank you so much for coming back. I hope you are enjoying this season. We have a lot of interesting and new things that we're talking about. And I owe it to Angela the second half of our, of our new season. <laughs> so, a lot of these topics are things that she's <laughs> told me about <laughs> that I've learned or she's brought up that I have not right. thought about in a long time. And one of those is the episode that we're talking about today. And we're talking about unpasteurized milk also known as raw milk, which I have heard in the news for almost a decade now, maybe 10 10 years, I think it's a decade. Yes, because I am subscribed to food safety Mm -hmm. alerts. So I get the alerts about people drinking raw Mm -hmm. milk. So (laughs) let's get into it. So if you don't know what raw milk is... It's simply it's dairy that has not gone through the pasteurization process. So in other words, milk goes directly from the cow's udder to the consumer and is considered raw. Mm. Very sex. Very. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and on the other hand, pasteurized milk, which is the milk that you find in the store, involves heating every particle of milk to a specific temperature that prevents bacteria from thriving. And it's intended to make milk and milk products safe for human consumption by reducing the number of possible harmful bacteria, as well as improving the shelf life of milk by reducing the number of spoilage bacteria. But apparently, uh, from, from my understanding, at least for 10 years, there may be more. People are very interested in raw milk. It says that the sale of raw milk is changing. When Before, it was illegal in several states. And now 27 states are allowing people to sell raw milk directly to consumers.
1: I hope Virginia's so, not of I them. I don't want I didn't to be surrounded in, by in, these
0: people, it, but anyway. And <laughs> we've got a lot of... Green pastures and cows, Mm -mm. you know, we can have a lot Mm -mm. of uh, straight access to it. But where it can legally be distributed are at retail options from farm to consumer or through herd shares. And according to a 2022, it's a very recent consumer report, almost 5% of U.S. adults consume raw milk at least once in the past year. What are your thoughts, Angela? what are, What is your experience with this?
1: I'm <laughs> mad that we even have to do an episode on this. Let's just say that. Let's start off there. <laughs> I, like, we discovered something. We've been living our great lives. And now we have to talk about this again. We, we started pasteurizing a very long time ago, Deletra. I don't understand. I mean, the reasons why people are doing it is because they claim... That there's more nutrients, protein, vitamins, minerals, fatty acids in raw milk than there is in pasteurized milk. And let's just pretend that was true just for like a minute, okay? Which they've Mm -hmm. said like that it's not true. But, you know, let's just say (laughs) that it was true. So germs from animal poop can get into the milk, okay? Germs from the animal skin can get into the milk. Mm
0: -hmm. Germs
1: in the environment can get into the milk. The... Animals' udders can be infected. The animal itself could have a disease. Insects, rodents, other small animals can mm. get into the milk. The unsanitary conditions of a milk processing plant could affect the milk. And yeah. lastly, cross contamination from a dairy worker that could also get into the milk. Mm. Deletra. When I think about all of those reasons, I'm like, you know what? I would rather drink the unpasteurized milk. I mean, the, the pasteurized milk. That's <laughs> what I to My say, My God. <laughs> Look, I'm getting all, all sorts of confused. I would rather drink the pasteurized milk, knowing that all of those things could potentially contaminate that milk and then harm me in a very serious way. I don't yeah. care if, let's pretend this is true that there are more nutrients in the milk, if all of those things are a possibility, I just don't care. It's, I'm going to drink the pasteurized milk because I don't want to get very sick. I'd rather take a vitamin. Yeah, let me take a vitamin. Let me eat (laughs) other foods that have other nutrients in it. How about that?
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. We learned about this in school, pasteurization. I don't know if it was a science class or nutrition class, but the pasteurization of milk, Began in the United States in the 1920s and apparently became widespread by 1950s as a means to reduce contamination and reduce human illnesses, which is great because they used to get milk delivered to their door. So I'm glad they figured it out. (laughs) In the 1930s, when pasteurizing milk wasn't legally required, milk-related illness outbreaks apparently contribute to about approximately 25% Mm. of all disease outbreaks. And at the beginning of the 21st century, and pasteur- pasteurization was required, milk and milk products were associated with less than one percent of the outbreaks, likely due to the pasteurization practice. Mm. So, Angela was talking about like why somebody would do this. I just like that's just enough information for me to like, all right, I'm good. Right. There are actually some some things that I stay away from because of like I said. I- well, I guess I'm not. Well, it's on Facebook. <laughs> I follow food safety alerts. I used to be. I used to get the emails. When my email is getting really full, so once I start seeing something consistently, like they're consistently doing a recon outbreak, I I stay away from things like that. Like I will not eat on purpose sprouts. Yeah, because I just see it so many times, and I'm just like, mm, I'm right. good. Whatever nutrition, yeah, benefit that that has, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to get that somewhere else because. Just I'm not going to take the risk, so it's very shocking to me that people would do that based off of um the 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 idea to want more nutrients and with the amount of food supply that we have, which is very large to do different things, right? But like I was saying, it's been like over a decade since I heard this, which I was like, I gotta be right about that, And I found an NPR article from somebody. Well, detailing someone nearby in the DMV neck of our woods in Bowie Marilyn, who is an advocate for raw milk. She's a mother of three. Not for long. And, <laughs> right. I got to see if she's alive now. So there was a story about her. It was about 13 years ago. At the time, she was 29 and she had three children. And they, her family started to drink raw milk about six years ago from then, so even further. After her second child was born, and you know, to make things you know, more detailed, they have to describe like their lives and what they were eating. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that whilst they were there, that she helped, she, so she fed her children a bowl of sliced peaches and she poured milk over that, raw milk. And I thought that was very bizarre but I do want to hear those people out there that that uh, eat peaches with milk, like a cereal. So I was like, okay. And she, they said all the children were very happy and they licked their bowls. <laughs> um, Gee whiz. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Doesn't sound very nourishing at all, but she said that her family, since they've drank raw milk, has not made many trips to the doctor's office since their allergies have cleared up and their milk (sighs) intolerances have gone away. Okay. (laughs)
1: Good for you. And
0: one thing that she said that uh, she has some sort of point. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. um, okay. So they're saying that it was illegal. I don't know if it's illegal still now to sell raw milk in Maryland. So... She was doing something illegal. So mm. she went to Pennsylvania to get the milk, and it's 5 to $7 a gallon, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is much, much, much more now, especially where if you have to go out of state to get it. And I guess to say if people buy shares of cows or goats raised on dairy farms, and then they collect the milk from their animals at drop-off points. Okay, but this is the point that she was talking about. I thought it was interesting. She said that it was silly that she can go out. So we we know that there's, well, I don't know if we even talked about the risk yet. Like, I yes, we did. There are some other risks, but she was saying she thinks it's so silly that she can go out and get a six pack of beer anywhere and a carton of cigarettes. And if you're going to eat, if you, that is actually doesn't make grammatical sense. But basically she's saying that if you're going to eat it, you have to take risk. Because any food can be contaminated. So that was one of her points. And the other one was, legally, she can feed her children fast food, three meals a day. But, this is a quote, then to get this incredible nutrient-dense, fresh local food, the farmer in my state is criminalized for selling that to me. I have my opinions on those two statements, but what do you think, Angela? <laughs> Good. Okay.
1: Let's start with the... She has a point with the beer, with the alcohol and the smoking. She does have a point. I'll give her that. Mm-hmm. one for her. 0. 0.800 for us because the... I feel like with smoking and cigarettes... Well, maybe not. I mean, with smoking and alcohol, maybe not with smoking. But alcohol takes a while for your body to, you know, go through a lot of processes. Smoking might actually you might actually get some some immediate results from smoking, but if we talk about milk, raw milk, and we talk about like diarrhea, stomach cramping, vomiting, those are like the less serious things that you can get. The more serious thing would be things like paralysis, kidney failure, yeah, stroke, yeah, death, <laughs> and I, you're just not making a good argument in my opinion, because, yes, you can go and get the fast food, but it's still food. And although over time it might lead to some issues, you could drink raw milk once and have some serious life-threatening disease, but you're True. less likely to get that life-threatening disease by drink- by eating a fast food. So her second comment, throw it away because it's just, <laughs> uh, okay, I see what you did there. I see what you did. Okay. Um, Basically saying that she should be able to give her kids whatever they want, sure, but, like, not when the risk is so high. And to me, it's very much like the conversation of smoking. Like, we know a lot—everybody knows someone in their mind right now who has smoked for years and years and years and seems to be living a fairly healthy life. They've lived to their, like, 104, and you're like, how is that possible? But it's almost the same thing. It's like, well, I drink it every day, and I'm fine. Okay, Karen, but that doesn't mean that your neighbors are going to be fine just because they drink it. You know what I mean? Like, it, the yeah. arguments are dumb. And I've said that before okay. for the period facial, but it's just not... I'm sorry. It's just you can't make the same argument because you could, like I said, you could drink raw milk one time and have some serious life-threatening disease like paralysis or death,
0: yeah. okay? Death. Brain damage. Yeah. Brain damage. I mean... You're talking about kidney damage, yeah. yeah, dehydration, yeah, I don't think people really take food poisoning that serious because they've had some of the lighter effects of it, but it's a it can be a very serious thing, especially for children, okay, yes. now, when she brings the kids into this it's i'm I'm kinda not listening anymore because <laughs> their immune systems are not fully developed yet, so why would you play with that? was something that she admits that it is a risk cuz she's like if you're going to eat you're going to have to take risk any food can be contaminated also we're not giving children beer right and cigarettes maybe she yeah, is so I don't, don't... I, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> seems like she's in a rural I, although boo is not rural i don't i don't know if they have rural areas but so we can't really say that i do agree that any food can be contaminated but you are knowingly going into it drinking something that is obviously contaminated. Right. Typically, when we eat those other foods that get contaminated, we don't know. And it's a oopsie that that happened. You are knowingly going into this, drinking mm-hmm. something that you know can can harm you. Um, I guess, you know, there's that debate there. Like, you could legally just do things that are just really bad for yourself and maybe... Um mm-hmm. other people shouldn't be involved in that, but it's kind of hard when you bring the children into yeah. it that don't have a
1: say. A yeah. say.
0: Yeah. They don't have a say. And you're spending a lot of I mean, maybe somebody will say that it's worth it, but I, I feel like she's spending a lot of money. She's driving 2 hours to Pennsylvania and she's paying 5 to 7 dollars a gallon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much milk they're drinking, but it's not going to last long cuz all that bacteria is up in there. Yeah. So it seems like it's a waste of money.
1: Yeah, for too. Sure. Um, I feel like these are the same are, people too who are like, you shouldn't drink cow's milk. But if you're gonna drink it, like this, this is these are the same people that are like, no, we should not be drinking. We should be drinking almond milk. But if you're gonna drink cow's milk, it should be raw. Like that's. I feel like these are the same types of people.
0: Oh, okay. I see. I think I do hear those people. Also hear. The reason why we shouldn't drink cow's yeah. milk is because it's not because yeah. it's not raw, right? Like that's the best way. That's why we're having all these side effects because we're not getting it straight from the udder. Right. Which the idea, and I love cheese. The idea of drinking an animal's breast milk, it is a very bizarre concept. Yeah, that's weird. So. The fact that you're getting even closer to I just like the closest way of doing that. <laughs> yeah. And as maybe hypocritical because I said I love cheese, uh-huh. but it's already a weird concept and then you're just making it more just weird. Put your mouth on like, the
1: air. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? what? what are you doing? How much closer can we get? Let to the Let that cow be your mother. How about that?
0: These poor cows. They're like, oh my
1: god. No, even the cows are like, uh uh. Right.
0: I just have to do it forever. And they're so aggressive. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, there's some ethical things. To I think try. that might be an issue here. But I did want to hear from somebody that believes in drinking raw milk and why yeah, they do. So you do. Keep bringing these
1: people on the show.
0: Because then we'll just have a bias. of Like, we could end this episode in like five minutes. Don't do it. I think for I think this, you
1: know, I think there should be bias for this conversation. You do? Oh, for sure. Don't do it. I, Nobody should do it. Don't freaking do it. Bacteria, yeast, mold, viruses. Do you remember when people were eating uncooked meat and they were getting mad cow disease? Very similar thing. No. You, yeah, you don't remember? Th- no, I don't. Well, I, yeah, that was like years ago, but it was, yeah, it was mad cow disease. The cows were, oh, I forget, I'm trying to look it up real quick to see when it was, but yeah, it was like a, totally it was the thing um that's insane. yeah and it's very it's the same conversation like you just don't know don't you don't okay let's say let's go back to my original uh, comment let's say that you're right people in the raw dairy industry let's say you're right let's say that there are a lot of nutrients and a lot of an- antimicrobial uh you know benefits and things like that let's just say you're right We live in a time right now where those things can be true for other foods that won't harm us, right? So, like, you don't have to drink. Maybe back in the day we had to drink the raw milk because that was the only place Mm. we were going to get those nutrients. But now you don't have to do that anymore. You don't. don't. One thing one thing that you're eating out of your life is not going to greatly, vastly affect you the way you think it is. Just drink the pasteurized milk. Please, please.
0: Yes. If you're going to drink milk. Yeah. Um, If you're going to drink milk. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, I didn't talk about the. uh, So you're talking about the side effects that can happen from food poisoning. So even more than 10 years, 2005, there was an outbreak of 18 cases of infection with E. Coli found in raw milk. And this was in Oregon and Washington mostly among children less right. than 14 years old. Ooh, shocker. So again, the kids. And five patients were hospitalized. And it looks like from 2007 to 2009, 30 cases of foodborne illnesses in the United States were associated with raw milk. And so it went up a little bit. So the CD said that raw dairy products are 800 and 40 times more likely to cause illness than pasteurized dairy products. I don't know how much higher number you need to, to be convinced.
1: <laughs> they don't need numbers. That's enough for me. I think I think and we talked about this in the period facial one. People don't believe the CDC. Like they don't think yes. that that's a good you know organization to go to base your life off of. And so maybe that's the conversation. Maybe we have that conversation of like, um, you know, who do you trust? Because <laughs> the numbers are here, right? The numbers are all here. It's a matter of you believing th- that they're not lying to you. <laughs> and right, I don't know why we would lie about. Uh, un- I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't claim to be a conspiracy theorist when it comes to raw milk. But maybe th- I'm not even going to say it because I don't believe it. So, but. Because there's numbers on bovine tuberculosis, which is something that you can still get, people. But apparently this is one of the reasons why we did pasteurize it, because people were a lot of people were dying of it. it. And apparently this is still an issue for people in other countries that continue to drink unpasteurized milk. But I guess some raw milk advocates are like, nah, we, you know, that's no longer an issue. Hmm. But we have numbers that say that it is, so... That's very confusing. Yeah, like, well, who do you believe? And you don't
0: yeah, you don't need to just go to the CDC to see these this data and this research. Mm-hmm. It goes to the health your health department or health departments. In other states, other different organization. I'm sure there's numbers of yeah, there are research studies. Yeah, there was there was one that was actually quoted here based off of what the information I just mm-hmm. said. And it was titled Increased Outbreaks Associated with Non-Pasteurized Milk. It was a study in the United States from 2007 to 2012. And that comes from the Emerging Infectious Diseases Journal. So if you want some other evidence
1: Mm, out there. And they did this whole conversation of like, oh, it's better for you. They did an extensive meta-analysis of 40 studies that showed that there were minor losses of vitamins, carbs, minerals, and fats in pasteurized milk. So for the people in the back who are like, "No, it's so much better for you." Isn't it? Cuz they're saying that that's not true. That the calcium, there's still a lot of calcium, still a lot of phosphorus. The levels of of vitamin A, D, E and K are still still prevalent and minimally decreased during pasteurization. They're saying that the water soluble vitamins are still present, and very minor losses. So what are you talking about? <laughs> That's what I, so where are you getting your information from? The fatty acid profiles still pretty significant in milk. There's talk of the of it decreasing some proteins, which which proteins? Cause it doesn't in in any of those studies did it say that there were protein losses in the pasteurized mm. milk. And uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so. and the other interesting thing that I saw was that um, when we're talking about vitamins, there there was another research study that said that overall the effect on pasteurization of milk's nutritional value is minimal, and many of the, many of these vitamins are naturally found in relatively low levels anyways, mm. because I don't think some people realized realize like the fortification and enrichment of products. Mm-hmm. So they always look at like, oh, that's a great source of da-da-da-da, which it is, but without enrichment and fortifying of some products, it would not be a good source right. of those vitamins. So I'm not against those things, but just to know like, what are we dealing with with base, like in our base? These are not things, they're they're relatively mm-hmm. lower. Like it was talking about vitamin B12, E, C, folate. B2 riboflavin specifically. So and it's just raw's form is already low. So yeah. um, and I
1: can get those things in high amounts in other foods. Like I'm right. not looking like I'm not like, gee whiz, I need folate. Let me drink a glass of milk. Like what? Like yeah. what? I just So people do. And I've been hearing that on podcasts.
0: Well, these podcasts that I listened to, where they were talking about the got milk campaign. Mm-hmm and how predatory that was and you believe that it was predatory in what way
1: just the constant first of all they use celebrities so they had to appeal to our senses in some way then they Mm -hmm. just it was it was everywhere you couldn't Mm -hmm. escape it it was all over even as a kid i saw it and it's like what yeah telling you that this is better and it can make you stronger which we now know like isn't really the case but yeah just like everything the marketing it's it's the same it was the same argument for cigarettes, like the way that they market it to kids, and it's predatory. it's not
0: oh, I totally disagree mm. oh look at that right <laughs> I am sure that the the use of celebrities definitely influenced it was influenced, and maybe we'll talk about this in another episode because I've not delved into the mm-hmm. the history. I am I am not funded by the Dairy Association. But are you um, a raw right milker? Because ha- it sounds... <laughs> no, I'm not. I actually have almond milk in my fridge right now. I do like cheese. So I, I don't drink milk like I did as a kid. But there are some health benefits of milk. There are. And, but there are health benefits in other foods too. So I always talk to clients and I ask them, are you a milk drinker? if they are this is how you can include it in your diet if you're not these are other ways that you can just like get an overall healthy diet mm-hmm. so i'm i'm personally i'm not a huge milk drinker but i i don't think i understand the discussion of how like i don't know that it was it was harmful for people that do drink milk to drink milk like if you want to drink milk drink milk there are some health benefits But I guess if you're talking about the use of the celebrities, if you got the message that that was the only healthy thing or the only healthy beverage that you could have, maybe. I don't know. Maybe we need to do a got milk. Maybe you guys don't want to hear about milk again after this. Right. (laughs) But I heard I've, I've heard some discussions about that, like how predatory it was and got milk. And we thought that it was, you know, milk does a body good, but it really doesn't. In what way, doesn't it? Like, are you lactose intolerant? Are you allergic to milk? No, that does not do your body good. But people that do tolerate it, what's, what's the issue? <laughs> <It's> right, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but when you'll find this this argument in almost every food group. Yeah, that like if you cook vegetables, you're losing the vitamins. We talked about the raw meat diet. Mm. That the guy. I know you guys go back to that episode because I don't remember Mm -hmm. everything, but I'm sure one of the arguments was, you know, we're getting the nutrients in the rawest form, you know, we're not putting heat to it, you know, and it's just really not that significant a difference between the nutrients that you can get. And what was this article saying? The other one was saying, Oh, while pasteurized milk, may contain a slightly lesser percentage of certain vitamins, it can be argued that it makes up for it in peace of mind. Peace of mind. I I am not going to die (laughs) or get sick. Like, no, it's it's saying like, you know, if you choose pasteurized milk versus unpasteurized milk, although like maybe there's 1% um, more in unpasteurized milk. At least you'll have the peace of mind. With the pasteurized milk, some people will fight me over the one percent, and I think it's just crazy. It's like, are you? Do you understand what you're you're saying here? Oh, well, this has one percent more. I'm like, okay, but we're comparing apples to oranges right. here. Oranges have different benefits versus an apple. It doesn't make an apple bad or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Or in the on the converse, I tell people like we're we're comparing donuts to biscuits mm-hmm. here. These are both not health foods. Right. Right. So. <laughs> But they are different. And, yeah. and if I look, I don't and I haven't looked at nutrition facts. Maybe one is like one gram fat lower than right. the other, but it still doesn't make it a health Right. Point. So it's a constant battle that I don't think is going to end. I really don't. I don't think and it's the same
1: argument for lactose, because a lot of people are like, mm, raw milk is better for you to me. Lactose is a milk sugar. A lot of people can't tolerate right. it. And apparently, raw milk people are like, well, but, you know, it, it's, it's contains some of that lactase-producing produ- lactase bacteria. So, theoretically, you can improve your lactose digestion in raw milk drinkers. It's the same argument, Alitra. Hmm. It's like, maybe, a, maybe in the slightest amount, sure. But you know right. what else would help? One, if you just stopped drinking dairy. And two, if you took a lactate before you before or an enzyme before right. you drink milk they would do the same thing yeah um it's not so significant to the point where it's like oh absolutely because if it was then maybe they would declare raw milk being great and beneficial but it's not significant enough for them to be like oh yeah so it's the same thing it's like you're arguing about the smallest thing either don't drink the they- milk or take an enzyme before you drink the milk to help break it down how about that,
0: right? Which I want to hear these uh, stories from people of color who are drinking raw milk. Who, and, uh, so who? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet.
1: Me neither. Because I, I think we know yet. better.
0: I don't know. <laughs> ah, shoot, I Let don't me know. Find that one. The, the, and The people that I meet these days, I'm like, okay, that's a bias I shouldn't have had since
1: you were a person it's of just color, not. It's just it's just a no. It's a no. All all around. Stop. Stop it. Drink pasteurized milk or don't drink it at all. Or drink an alternative alternative. How about that?
0: Yeah, if you still want that if you still want recipes. Yeah. Like that. I, I just thought that was very strange the way they prepared that. Peaches with milk.
1: Yeah, yeah. I never heard of that. That must be Maybe a I'm missing
0: out, you guys.
1: Be a farm thing. I guess <laughs> I never heard, but But it's a
0: sh- it says she's driving to a farm. So I, I, yeah, I want to hear from other people that really believe in this. And if there is something that I'm missing, because you know they can, cons- like you said, there's conspiracy theories, or somehow the government is involved in this. And you know we serve milk at a school lunch, and maybe there's some commodity or something like that. But it seems like she's spending more money to get this pasteurized milk. Yeah, I don't get.
1: I don't get it. I don't know the
0: economics. I feel like she
1: also ate her placenta.
0: Girl. I was giving me s- the same vibes. Well, I was thinking about that with the period Yeah, facial. She actually <laughs> might like-
1: be on TikTok doing the period facials. Yeah. She, she's one of the ones.
0: Doing well, how old is she now? She's, uh, she's 42. So it's still possible.
1: Because
0: mm. uh, she was 29 when this article- <laughs> when this article came out. I was like,
1: huh. And you know what? Good for her. Like, at the end of the day, you're going to do what you want to do, right? I can't control that. No one can control that. You're going to do what you want to do. If you want to do this, we gave you all of the information on why you shouldn't. But if you're going to do it, go for it. But my disclaimer is always like, don't get mad. Don't get mad when something happens to you. When you get paralyzed and you're in that wheelchair and you're talking about oh, the brown milk, I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Keep it to yourself because <laughs> well, we're going to get mad at you. You did it. Right. <laughs> because you did that yeah. to yourself. When your kid, you know, I don't want to put this out there. But when your kid gets severely hurt or possibly R.I.P., I don't want to hear it. I don't have any tears left for you. I feel bad for the kid, but I don't feel bad for you. Right. Because
0: you yeah, we're gonna be did mad that at to you. yourself.
1: So if you want to do it, do it, but don't don't complain. No, I'm
0: going to see her today. I'm, I'll see if there's an update, and I'll share that with yeah. you guys. I'll share this NPR <laughs> article. Show mm.
1: Well, that's all I have about the raw milk. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. If, although I could, I don't want to. For our listeners, tell us what you think. Because this is wild. I'm mad that in 2023, we're talking about, almost 2024, that we're talking about this. It's unsafe. Please don't do it. But if you're going to do it, maybe let us know, like, why you're doing it. Cause I'm, I'm kind of interested in knowing. I don't want this to change the algorithm for me. I don't want to see these, but let us know. Email us, DM us, give us a shout out on online. We want to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay up to date, you know, subscribe to our Instagram so that you can always know when new episodes drop. But until then, we hope you have a great rest of your healthy day.